800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis, and these are the stories we're following this hour. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy issued an ultimatum to state legislators on Tuesday. Plus, a shooting that left two dead and two others severely wounded has stunned the tiny native whaling village of Point Hope. And the FAA is making demands of Boeing to fix quality control issues. But first, Governor Mike Dunleavy issued an ultimatum to state legislators on Tuesday, saying he will veto a multi-part education funding bill unless lawmakers pass separate legislation that contains his education priorities. Speaking from his office in Anchorage, the governor said lawmakers have two weeks to reconsider teacher bonuses and changes to the way the charter schools are approved, two items that were voted down during the debates over Senate Bill 140, the education bill. NEA and others have other ways to put money in teachers' pockets that would come close to $5,000 for urban school districts, $10,000 per teacher, classroom teacher for uh, uh, rural districts, and $15,000 for those districts that are really remote and have, uh, have high turnover. They apparently have some idea. And w- what I actually heard was that there was a celebration that the bill was passed without this in there. So for the teachers watching this right now, today, The fact of the matter is there is no teacher recruitment retention bonus in this bill that I am being asked to contemplate contemplate sign into law. He expands on his advocacy for building upon Alaska's charter schools. Now, you would tend to think there'd be a chatter, a number of folks and special interests and others saying, well, if that's working, we've got to expand that. Not really. Not really. The most important thing for people special interest was not to build upon something that is succeeding beyond anyone's wildest dreams, and that's not an exaggeration. Succeeding beyond anyone's wildest dreams, uh, the attempts to expand that were met with, at best, uh, resignation and, at worst, uh, undermining efforts to do that. If they don't act, Dunleavy said he will veto SB 140. The governor's statement came as school districts across the state are in the midst of writing their budgets for the 2024-2025 school year. Some of the state's biggest districts, including Anchorage, Fairbanks, and Juneau, are considering whether to close schools or make deep cuts to the classes they offer. Many have been planning on the funding increase included in SB 140. Dunleavy also spoke on his legislation introduced last week that penalizes protesters who obstruct public access, saying his intention is to enhance public safety. So with the passage of this bill, what will happen is individuals may incur greater criminal charges depending upon what occurs. Individuals may end up paying civil damages as well. And what we refer to as the mothership, the organization that may have put up individuals to do this, would also be financially liable. If, in the event, there's an injury, a death, or some loss of income or other loss financially. And so we actually think it's a a concept that needs to happen. And I'm sure I've, I've seen some stuff from the ACLU that says this is a terrible thing. It's not a terrible thing to make sure you can get from one place to another. Shooting that left two dead and two others severely wounded has stunned a tiny Alaska native whaling village above the Arctic Circle, where parents were told they could keep their children home from school Tuesday to hug them. 16-year-old Gaina Shukbuk has been charged as an adult with two counts of first-degree murder and attempted murder. His public defender entered a not guilty plea as of Tuesday on his behalf. State law allows 16-year-olds and older to be tried as adults 
in court on murder charges. The shooting happened late Sunday in Point Hope, a remote Inupiat whaling community on the Chukchi Sea. And the FAA is making demands of Boeing to fix quality control issues in the wake of that door that flew off an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 and other problems with the production of Boeing commercial aircraft. ABC's Alex Stone has details. The FAA is telling Boeing within the next 90 days it must develop a comprehensive action plan to fix quality control issues involving production of its commercial aircraft. In a response to ABC News, Boeing says it will develop that plan and will show profound change and that transparency has prevailed. The head of the FAA saying Boeing must commit to real improvements. Alex Stone, ABC News. Coming up, Executive Director of AWARE, Mandy Cole, joined Capital Chat this morning with the four Women of Distinction nominees. That story, when Local First News continues with Jazz Garrett. Welcome back to Local First News. I'm Jazz Garrett. Executive Director of AWARE, Mandy Cole, joined Capital Chat with the four Women of Distinction nominees. Lisa Doherty, Debbie Fagnett, Lori Grassgreen, and Nikki Love. Cole says it's an event to lift strong women up and inspire others. I think the coolest thing about Women of Distinction is hearing what made these women sitting in front of us. You know, stuff made them. Hard times, good times, love, triumph, tragedy. When we get a sneak peek into their lives, it one, it makes you feel like, okay, cool. I can be this cool, too. I can overcome. I can do things, too. And Love shares how it feels to be a role model for others. Well, when I think about being a role model, I I don't cast myself in that light. Um, I don't really think about that. But I think about the people who inspired me into this work um, around early childhood advocacy. And they stood up there in front of people giving testimony and talking about the importance of support. And they expressed the idea that they were, they had to do it. They were compelled to do it. They had no particular special qualification or gift at it, but they felt that it was needed and they could um, speak up. And I thought, if they can speak up, I can speak up. The event is this Saturday at Centennial Hall and tickets are on sale now. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. and the program will begin at 6.30. A musher who was disqualified from the world's most famous sled dog race, only to be reinstated days later, has now officially withdrawn from this year's Iditarod. Eddie Burke Jr. scratched from the Iditarod Trail sled dog race, officials said in a statement late Monday. Burke, in a Facebook post, said when he was disqualified that he leased members of his dog team to other mushers. He said it was too difficult to reassemble his team after being reinstated. Burke's withdrawal leaves 38 mushers to start the 1,000-mile race across the Alaska wilderness. The ceremonial start is Saturday in Anchorage, followed by the competitive start 70 miles north on Sunday. Burke, the race's Rookie of the Year last year, and 2022 champion Brent Sass, were disqualified as allegations of violence against women embroiled the race. Race officials disqualified Burke on February 19th, but the state of Alaska then dropped charges, alleging he choked his then-girlfriend in 2022, and the Iditarod Trail Committee reinstated him Friday. The committee disqualified Sass without explanation. Sass said in a Facebook post he was, quote, beyond disappointed and that the anonymous accusations, end quote, made against him were, quote, completely false. No criminal cases against SAS appear in online Alaska court records. 
Lieutenant Governor Nancy Dahlstrom announced the preliminary results of the comprehensive review of ballot initiative petitions conducted by the Division of Elections. The review process includes a detailed examination of the number and qualification of signatures collected. Each initiative petition required 26,705 qualified signatures from residents in at least 30 of the 40 House districts. 23 AMLS is an initiative to increase Alaska's minimum wage, provide workers with sick leave, and protect workers from practices that violate their constitutional rights. As of today, sponsors submitted 34,079 qualified signatures from 36 of the 40 House districts. And 22 AKHE is an act to get rid of the open primary system and rank choice general election. As of today, sponsors of 22 AKHE submitted 36,982 qualified signatures from 34 of the 40 House districts. The Division of Elections is still in the process of verifying all signatures submitted for both petitions. Once the review is complete, the results will be made available to the public on the Division of Elections website, and an official letter will be sent to the sponsors of both petitions. The initiatives will appear on the 2024 general election ballot in November once they are both determined to have been properly filed unless substantially similar legislation is enacted in the current legislative session and public hearings on each ballot initiative will be held in the coming months. You're up to date with Local First News. I'm Jazz Garrett.